1: This episode contains explicit language that is not very good for tiny ears. So if you're with your kids, put your headphones on. Take it away, Mom and Dad. (laughs) It's time for the show. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Sex. I'm your host, Melanie Studley.
0: Yo, guys, what's up? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and today is a Patreon-free episode. If you want more of this, go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy of us to get more stuff on sex, all the juicy stuff, if you know what I'm saying. Patreon.com forward slash anatomy of us, but like I said, this is a free show, so thank you, and this topic is pretty funny, and if you have a vagina, listen up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe I just gave it away. Did I give it away? No. Well, okay.
1: uh, so the title of today's episode is Four Plays Saves the Day and Your Vag. And this is coming on the <laughs> heels of, if you haven't heard... You say it with last such uh, enthusiasm. Last week's episode. Well, you want... If you've got a vag, you want it to be saved. So last week we talked about my husband pounds it for 30 minutes and I can't take it. Right? <clears throat> now, we did a very... very take
0: 30 minutes. Very
1: thorough sort of deep dive into why is your husband pounding it for 30 minutes? But we were looking at it more from the husband's side mm-hmm. of like, does he have a medical problem? Is it a um, medication? Is it whatever, right? A million other things. Does he look at porn all the time? So we talked about it from that perspective. And one of the things that I, as I've been thinking about it, because I think about the stuff we record all the time. And mm-hmm. as I was thinking about it, I was like, wait, we didn't talk about the role of foreplay potentially within Mm -hmm. that 30-minute pounding or lack of foreplay, rather. And so, again, if you haven't heard last week's episode, you might want to go join Patreon to hear it. That's a good one. Um, But basically what I'm getting at is that you may be earning – this sounds terrible – you may be earning yourself a a 30-minute pounding – because you're not engaging in foreplay and using it to your advantage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice try, um, but no. Maybe and, some guys want thirty-minute pounding. No, I, I know that I don't.
1: I don't think that that's what is happening in the scenario of the listener question. I think what is actually happening is that you're. It's like starting your car from a de- like it's 32 degrees out. Yeah. And you start the Yaris, and it barely starts, and then you're like. I'm gonna floor that happened it. Happened this morning. <laughs> <laughs> How did it go? <laughs> well, on the way to the gym, it.
0: the car was cold. It's like in the low 30s here. I don't yeah. know. It's a cold snap, and it took
1: a minute. Did you just say it's a cold snap? Yeah. This is a cold snap.
0: This is a cold snap. The weather
1: is—is is that a thing?
0: <laughs> and you want to know what? I got in the river this morning. Is that something new? And no, it's not. But do hard <laughs> shit, and you will get rewarded for it. <laughs> so it's in the 30s, and I got in the river, and I saw these old ladies. They were there, you know, and they were just looking at me. And I had no shirt on. I'm sopping wet because I was in the river for. A couple Where were of minutes. you at? Cedar River, and um, like at a park. Yeah, just at, at down at the thing, right? Yeah. And it's a walking trail too, you know. So these literal old ladies with a thousand, you know, down jackets on and toboggans walking around and stuff, looking at me. One goes by me. Was it refreshing? <laughs> and I said. Yes, it felt amazing. It (laughs) felt awesome, and she just smiled and walked. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm talking about that, but uh, no, we talked about about you starting
1: your car. So I'm likening. So foreplay is the metaphoric warming of the engine, right? And if your car, okay, we watch Formula One a lot, yeah, and they need to warm up their tires. Even you said yesterday they have tire warmers.
0: They have electric blankets for their.
1: Are they really electric?
0: Well, they heat them up. Yeah.
1: Oh. Um so they're why so why does it matter that the tires are warm?
0: It grips better. You
1: get the grip. Oh yeah. They're ready to it's go. It's actually not what you want. You want you don't want better grip. You want slip. You <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to get really off track here. So, <laughs> but what basically Slippery. the warmer the tires are, the faster the car goes, the better it does on the track, all of that stuff. So, are you are, are you following what I am saying? So yes. like you can't expect your husband to go from zero to sixty without any with on a cold engine. How about this? And so no wait. And so if we could introduce foreplay now, I am not saying it's the woman's responsibility. Please hear me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is related to the last week's question, where the woman wrote in and said, "My husband does this," so that's why I'm answering it that way. But what would it look like if we warmed up our partner's engine or they warmed it up for themselves? Mm-hmm. I will say it should be a mutual warming.
0: That's what I was going to say. You can co-create Warmth. a sexual experience, right? I mean, obviously.
1: You can co-create I, obviously blood obviously flow to your <laughs> glands.
0: Oh, geez. Okay, obviously it's your two genitalia. People. Okay, zip it. Obviously, Genitalia.
1: It's,
0: <laughs> I'm going to tell you something.
1: Genitalia. Our, our friend <laughs> used to
0: have a friend. Her name was Jenna and Matt. Would say, Jenna, tell you, I like Jenna, tell you what?
1: <laughs> oh God! You know,
0: like, like, hey, hey, Melanie, let me tell you what. Yeah, Jenna, tell you, Jenna, tell you what? That's and she was awful. like, What are you doing? <laughs> and She was a youth pastor. <laughs> oh,
1: even <laughs> better. Keep but, on. But okay,
0: um, think about it this way: foreplay, ladies need it, right? Ladies are crockpots. Men are just microwaves. Well, ladies kind don't of need.
1: Thing. Most women enjoy it.
0: And this can uh, two 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 things. Sex is obviously a co-created experience. So if you take your own sexual destiny in your hand, literally.
1: (laughs) I have my sexual destiny.
0: Your sexual destiny is at your fingertips. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Is that true?
1: It's going to be the name of our book. (laughs) Nice. Anatomy of Us. Guys, take your sexual Sexual destiny destiny. in your
0: hand. Women, it's always been at your fingertips. (laughs) That's good, huh? Yes. Okay, anyway. The co-create experience, obviously, is two people doing it. Um, However... We can have a great sexual experience if you're, you know how we talked about sometimes like you can be home or I'm out or something, you go,
1: hmm, okay, sucks. You get much. that old-fashioned feeling. You get that
0: old-fashioned feeling, right? And then sometimes it just goes away because we got dishes to wash and kids to... Wash. <laughs> no, we don't wash our kids. Kids to yell at is what I was going to say. Kids to misparent. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but what if we both said, hey, got that old-fashioned feeling Let's both co-create an, an amazing experience. So or, you're, doing, you're doing foreplay this way, mm-hmm. and also you're kind of doing like self-foreplay. Is that a thing? Yes. I guess it is for women yes. and guys. Yes. But, but I
1: want to even rephrase or restate how you said that because you don't have to start with the old-fashioned feeling, and then it goes into <laughs> foreplay. You can start and decide that you... If someone is you- listening
0: new, old-fashioned feeling is when you get the zap in your bacon. <laughs>
1: Your bacon starts, and if sizzling. you're
0: doubly new, bacon is a vagina.
1: <laughs> it's te- technically the labia, right? So. Uh, but I, I do want to really reiterate or state or whatever that you can sizzle your own bacon. You can you can create that old fashioned feeling on purpose with a purpose. So let's say you are a, a type of the couple that schedules sex, and you do this so that you want so that you have great sex. You do it on purpose. You're right. like, yeah, we're having sex every Wednesday, and people will be like, well. Pff might not be in the mood on Wednesday. Well, like, what if you bought tickets to go see a play and it's on a Thursday? What if I had Mariner's what, tickets? No, what if you're like, oh, pfft, I might not be in the mood for a play on Thursday. I'm not
0: going to buy tickets a month from now at 1230 on a Saturday. Right.
1: What if Are I you don't want to see that excellent show that day?
0: <laughs> no, you look forward to it. Right. Your subconscious actually goes to work on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it when I press click on a show that either I'm going to see by myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: or a show that we're going click, to see together. You buy a ticket. Right. Click on the ticket. Right. Or a movie is like, click, go into the 5.30 show. We're going to get some dinner afterwards. Click. And I look forward to it. Right. And I make, I, I create some anticipation right. in the experience. You create right?
1: the energy that you want to have around those things. So
0: scheduling sex... Is no difference, and everybody, including me, maybe you, is like, "Oh man, scheduling sex." I don't don't, know.
1: That's I don't don't have any feelings about it, but I do think it's important to state. I'm what? An alien. I'm just very self controlled. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Uh, But I do think it's really important to make sure that you understand that you can create Mm -hmm. and produce that old fashioned feeling on Mm -hmm. purpose now. Mm Back to the point that foreplay saves the day and your vag is that uh, we have had a client share with us recently, which I just thought was brilliant. He was like, if my wife lets me know that she's in the mood, the sex goes so much, I would say, faster but better. Like it's, it's not this big, long, drawn out thing because you're not starting a car from cold 30 Scratch. degrees, right. you're actually like you're heating up the engine. And so if they're if you're a couple and the wife or the husband, one of you is saying, Sex takes so long, I I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. It's painful. It's unpleasant. It just it takes forever. Then that means that on the before, so the before sex part of it needs to be worked on. And that's probably just foreplay. Like and mm. and so now let's talk about what is foreplay? What is it and how can we do it? Mm-hmm. Um it is the fun that comes before sex, the play that comes before for sex right Right. so
0: and so just for the guys listening so a minute ago i was talking about the cold river right a cold ass river in april which it's apparently winter now here in northwest it's our second winter it's what always second winter it's in the 30s and it snowed like i don't know five times this week already you get in the river right can you imagine i can't Getting out of that river, which guys and women, you know this, this is just like the Jerry Seinfeld episode when Elaine goes, it shrinks?
1: It shrinks?
0: And she's, you know, surprised or How something. How can you
1: walk around with right? that thing? It's a button mushroom. Isn't that what it
0: <laughs> Yeah, something like that. So after getting out of the river, your junk is about the smallest ever.
1: It's not trying to hide in your body cavity.
0: Well, it actually is. It's a very biological response. to Like, hey, my nuts are freezing. My nuts make sperm. Uh, watch out for those things. Get hot so you don't die right so anyway imagine that you get out of the river and you come and just lay it down on me i'm like this hurts my nuts are the size of a, a, a mustard seed um i don't even know where they are because they're so far up in my body <laughs> right and your wiener's like a half an inch long kind of thing <laughs> it's like what no i can't i physically can't and you like rubbing all over it
1: Hurts. All I can think of is our dog. Their dogs are so pervy and when they're Our dogs hump heat.
0: everything for some reason. <laughs> but anyway, think of it that way. If you've ever gotten in cold water or anything like that, you know it shrivels, blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows that, which is just a biological response. Right. I can't even believe I'm talking this way, but it's no, hilarious. It's good. It's perfect. Um, so just think about it. If your wife is like, what? Just come on. Let's come go. On. What was this, it? This, this brings us together. Right. You know that I want it or you know that it helps me out or XYZ. I'm like, listen. Lady, I can't.
1: Right, I need to it warm hurts. up. I need to warm up.
0: I need to warm up. Mm-hmm. I got to go sit in a jacuzzi.
1: Ew, that's like now I just think of like a gross nut sack that's like a thousand feet long.
0: Sitting in your own soup. <laughs> that's gross. Ugh.
1: Anyway, that is a great analogy for it's it. An though. Analogy.
0: So, dudes, think of it that way and be like, oh. Or ladies, that's what I mean, I want
1: to really. I think that...
0: Maybe your man needs warming up, too. You know what? That's Here, what
1: we're saying. So it's this both. is the
0: truth of the truth of anything. If I know that you like something and you just give me a little hint of it, and it could be in sex with whatever, or it could be like, hey, thanks for the meal you cooked. Or like, yeah, I would like to do that. Or thank you for cleaning. Anything. It is such a signal to a man, to a guy I don't know if it's communication style or whatnot. I don't think it's love language because, well, maybe, well, no. What?
1: Uh, nothing. You're saying something. It's clearly love language.
0: Clearly if, okay, you're saying look, look, something look, look, I need is
1: positive affirmation. No, no, no. It is
0: a signal like, oh, am I doing the right thing? <clears throat> right? So if you go to an employer and you your boss, you you want to, you want to get feedback. Mm-hmm. Hey, am I doing the right thing? So this is the only job description, right? So I'm doing the right thing. One, two, three, four, five. Correct. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. And I'm like, is it? Right. Kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So if you know that you're going in the right direction, it's like a map.
1: Yeah, right? I was to say. Let's the take GPS
0: a- when the little arrow follows the you know the lady talks turn right on the X Y Z and you turn right and then you get the next direction. Therefore, you went the right way. Or so that if is you a turn the wrong loop. way,
1: it tells you. Or if
0: you turn the wrong way, right? So that. At
1: the next life.
0: GPS and having these markers is not a love language, is what I want to express to you. Like, I like words of affirmation and physical touch, but that is not a part of, like, hey, if I know I'm doing something right, tell me so I can continue to do that because most people in this world like to do a good job. I want to be a good husband to you. I don't want to do what you don't want me to do, right? So when I ask for feedback, when you give me feedback, I'm like, all right, that works. Let's do it more. Whatever it is. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, but I still think it's a love language.
0: Wrong. <laughs> Incorrect.
1: Uh, why were we talking about that? Oh, I don't know. You Well, so one of the things that you said a minute ago was like, men might need foreplay too. That's a, like literally what I'm saying is mm-hmm. that if your husband is giving you a 30-minute pounding, probably you could reduce that time significantly with foreplay. Now, both Participants in this sexual relationship can participate in foreplay and be like pivotal in that going well and showing up with ideas. And I have I have a thought. Mm. I think Did that people are so Yeah, I'm glad that didn't work because you deserved that <laughs> to look foolish on the show. Alright, go ahead. Um I think that people I think that couples think. They're communicating their needs or thoughts or desires or fears around intimacy, mm-hmm. and they're not. I think they're just thinking these thoughts and they're not saying them out loud with real human words. And then nothing happens good. And then a cycle of stupid things continues. So
0: is it how my mom tells a story? She it's starts, how your entire she starts family. like at the end of it.
1: You're and, a, a dear relative of easy. yours that I love. I was talking to them and they literally had no context told me like (laughs) the end of a story. And I'm like, what's the setting? Who are the characters? Where am I at?
0: My mom will talk to me. I, you know, talk to her fairly uh, frequently and she's like, yeah. And Sally at school, you know, like down there on the eighth wing, uh, she, she was talking to uh, Miss Jojo and it was, I'm like. Who are these people? Right. What school are you talking about? Right. When was this? I know. I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. I have no it's context. Just, it's hilarious. I'm used to it now. Well, like, you whatever. do it.
1: So you do it a minute I know ago. I you do. said when I click on a show, like that's no con. No one knows what you mean but me because I nobody know-
0: knew what I was thinking in here.
1: <laughs> no one knew what was in my mind what? that I didn't say. And Unbelievable. It, it's just interesting because I've mm. noticed this with clients and people who write in is that they it. The longer you know someone, when we work with couples and we work with them on their sex and intimacy, which is a thing we do, go to anatomyofus.com forward slash coaching. uh, When we work on intimacy, they will tell us after the fact, well, I was thinking blah, blah, blah. And I didn't do this because they thought blah, blah, blah. And I didn't say that because I felt like blah, blah, blah. So basically you're telling me you didn't do the right thing. You didn't communicate anything. Oh, and you got a bad result. Surprise, surprise.
0: Or you didn't say what you wanted.
1: You didn't say what you wanted. You didn't say what you didn't want. You didn't say how you were feeling or what you were thinking or, or anything. Mm. You people don't say anything to each other.
0: <laughs> You're like, you people don't say anything? You
1: people. Um, and like so we're not
0: affected by it?
1: Someone said click on the show nice and tray. someone else did not. But nice I do want to communicate this idea that if you are struggling, especially in sex and intimacy, especially mm-hmm. in foreplay, especially with like, sex just isn't at all anything that I am enjoying. We're struggling with it, but we know it's important. Are you talking about it correctly? Right? Mm-hmm. And actually, that brings me to my acronym. Is that right? Synonym. Metaphor. Nope. Acronym. Acronym. Uh, I talked about this. I think it was like two episodes ago. Yeah. I can't remember, but I... Um, I talked about the idea of meat, M-E-E-T. Mm-hmm. And Brooke and Reva are trying to get me to say meat, M-E-A-T. Right. Like, you know, like schlong, dong. Meat. Meat.
0: It's a penis reference. A
1: penis reference. A penal reference. Yes. But I said, no, no, no. It's meat, M-E-E-T. We're above that. We We're, don't we joke we don't. like that on the show. <laughs> sick. <laughs> you are sick. Anyway, uh, this idea of... Meeting. So mm-hmm. M is the mindset, E is energy, E is engagement, and T is touch. And mm. on here, I wrote orgasm equals mindset, energy, engagement, and touch. Mm. And I want to kind of bring all these moving parts together, these different ideas of foreplay, saving your vag, orgasm equaling meat. It <laughs> sounds funny. Um, and how to actually do all this stuff, because mm. I think people really, really, really struggle here. Mm-hmm. And so Again, I'm going to go back to this idea that if we can, if we can figure out how to do foreplay well, especially for women, like, sorry, hold on, foreplay for the man so that the woman saves her vag. That's what I'm trying to get at. A foreplay for both of us, Mm -hmm. because honestly, too, women, if you do foreplay, you're more likely to orgasm as well. So I want to think of it as mind play. How about that? Let's think of it like mind play. Because your brain is your largest sex organ. Yes, it is. And this is totally random, but I watched this. There's a sex educator on Instagram, and she was talking about like the sexual cycle, mm-hmm. the arousal cycle, and she showed rabbits having sex, and it took like four seconds. It was so funny. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, there's this, this, and that, and then it was like, boom, and the rabbit just like went, Hup! and like fell over. Right. <laughs> it was really It, literally it fell went. over? Yeah, it was on top of the other rabbit, like, you know, rabbit pace pumped for like two seconds, and then yeah. went, and then went. Like it was so funny. Fell over. That's it literally it like his legs like went, and it went. Boom. That's really good. That's pretty funny. But let's talk about that foreplay. <laughs> Luckily, being we're not rabbits. Mind play.
0: I think they can like have sex a thousand times. I think that they can. That's why
1: there's like a million rabbits in the world. Right. So, what are your thoughts on that idea of foreplay being mind play? I want to talk about that.
0: Hmm, for mind play. So. It got, it got me thinking, and we talked about this a minute, and you kind of got mad why women have to wear, like, lingerie and stuff, but they don't, but... be mad. No, I know you do. Yes, I know that about you. <laughs>
1: Want me to get mad right now?
0: Doesn't affect me. Go ahead. I am fully differentiated. I can deal with anything you throw at me.
1: <laughs> keep talking.
0: Well, my son is calling me, so uh, you keep talking, and tell me what's up. Okay, I just texted him that I can't talk right now because I'm doing a world-famous podcast. Anyway, that got me to thinking about foreplay. No, uh, why women wear lingerie and stuff. And mm-hmm. perhaps it is foreplay for the woman to start feeling sexy. It's not just like trying to be a show for the guy Hold all on. the time. That's yeah, is it? I'm asking. like, For them to feel what? uh, sexy, uh, be in the right mindset. So mindset, energy, engagement, touch. Like if you're wearing lingerie, I would assume there's a different energy. Just like if I'm wearing hunting pants, fixing to go to the woods, there's a different mindset. There's a different energy around that.
1: Yeah. But it's not universally the same all the time, every day. I mean, if like, what if you were, what if I said, Seth, put on some hunting pants and work and you'd be like, I wasn't going to do that. Would it make you feel sexy to put your hunting pants on? No. No. So it's just like that. It's not, it's, it's, I think where, where I think there's a lot of confusion with intimacy and sex in general is that it feels to me like men see it as a static thing and women know that it is dynamic. Mm. We know because our bodies are changing all the time. Literally like the moon changes what our bodies do. They have cycles within Mm -hmm. themselves that we have no control over. So we are acutely aware of the constant shifting of everything. Mm. And I think that men don't have any frame of reference for that. And Mm -hmm. so they don't think of it as being dynamic. They're like, well, uh, lingerie worked once, put that on again. (laughs) And I feel like that's really how it feels. Right. And women are like, can't you see that this is complex? And like, Mm it changes and shifts that it changes after you have kids that that doesn't mean bad it's just just different and Mm -hmm. it changes when you're you know like hormones change like I think that there would be a lot of goodness at the world if you and men could understand that at one point in my life maybe lingerie does make me feel sexy but at another point it actually might make me feel bad Mm. and there are women who say that like my husband just wants me to put like I remember someone saying, I can't remember what it was, but they were like, yeah, my husband will like lay out lingerie for me. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it makes me want to kill him. Mm. That's the last thing I want him to do.
0: I think I did that a long time ago, too. Probably. (laughs) Nice tray.
1: (laughs) But it doesn't, it's not always bad, though. At Mm -hmm. some point, it probably was fun. But then later, it's not.
0: just changed, right. You know, just like eating candy bars
1: was cool when you were like 15, and now you're like, how the hell did I eat these all the time? When I was in
0: graduate school, I remember I would drink a giant Coke and a giant Snickers bar like on the way home from class. In graduate school? Yeah, like not super long ago, but it was like at 10.30 at night when I would come home, I'd be like, oh, I need to drive home, so I better eat and drink all this sugar. And then I could go to bed. But if I did that, I would just barf. Weird. So, yes, it is dynamic.
1: Yeah, and I think that... I don't know, I think that plays into the concept of what people think foreplay is. Again, I it is a brain thing. It's not, mm. I think oftentimes people see it and think of like, I'm gonna, this is a funny thought. The first thing that came to my mind was lost. Like, uh, what's that guy, Sawyer? Right. And like anybody. Sawyer's like sleazy, you know, like, hey, sugar, what mm. y'all doing on these spots? You know, he's just like right. this gross, whatever. And I think that that's what people think Foreplay is. It's like mm-hmm. touching greasy. It's like that. What do you think foreplay is? What do you think it means when someone says, Oh, do foreplay? Well. Or what did what did like uh coke drinking, Snickers eating you think foreplay was?
0: Just kinda like flirting and touching.
1: Touching. Right. Right. Touching one saying
0: what with your butt and boobs and oh, stuff like that. Oh.
1: I'm already mad. <laughs> So what, what is this? This is foreplay. Honk, honk, honk. I love that. I want to touch these. That's foreplay? <laughs> is that what that is? That's deeply unsexy. No, that's not that.
0: Uh, Well, how about this? I think at one time it was.
1: Mm, right? Like a
0: long time maybe ago. Maybe for you. A long time ago. Correct? But I'm just... A- so you asked me, uh, what is it now?
1: No, 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 no. No, no, no. Now it's nothing, but uh, I want to ask you what you think. The volume's when down. You I can't push? screw with that so much, and then you don't know how to use it. So that's what I'm trying to get at: is what do you think most people think for play? Like if I called your friends and mm-hmm. said, "Hey, Matt, what do you think for play is?" Now that'd nothing. be funny. Uh, hey, uh, Gabe, Paul. Paul. Yeah, well, Paul probably knows. Paul's on it, man. Yeah, he's on it. He's he's on it like a Jane Austen bonnet. Uh, but who else would know? Nobody.
0: Well, that'd be a good poll, actually. If you're my friend, write in the show. And if you listen, <laughs> uh, I, I well, I don't know what you're asking. Like, I know what it is now, I what? think.
1: Okay, let's hear it. I'm excited to hear this. <laughs> it's going to be new information.
0: Oh boy. It is doing things for you. I'll take notes. <laughs> You'll take notes? Oh boy. <laughs> hey, when I do these things, like, get horny, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh doing things for you uh service acts of service right um taking care of shit around the house did i just spit on you no my hair was oh. stuck to the uh acknowledging you appreciating you in what you do like comp not so much complimenting but let letting you know that i'm aware of like how hard you work i appreciate you and stuff like that and also sometimes a little flirty stuff because that's work too
1: <laughs> that's really funny. Um, Am I wrong? Yes. Damn it. Uh, hold on, my shoe fell off. It's falling off my foot.
0: Ah! Okay, tell all, all our friends what foreplay is to you then.
1: Oh, I, well, I, what I would love it to be is like, so you just said, I acknowledge how hard you work. Well, it's awesome. not like,
0: hey, you work hard.
1: Thanks. Keep doing it.
0: No, not like that. Like, well,
1: that's kind of how it feels. Well, I'll like, be more oh, poetic. Oh, you're drowning in laundry. I love that. You're really strong. Like that is how it feels. Not even joking.
0: It's it's uh, more specific than that.
1: Well, I would love it to look like, uh, so, so uh, almost like the the last episode, the thirty minute pounding. Like sometimes our our intimacy or sexual interactions are longer than they should be because there isn't foreplay. Right. Right. So I shouldn't say should. There's not like a should there. Yeah, but, I was going to ask. Um, but I think. I mean, I work harder than pretty much anyone I know. I work all day long. I work constantly. I have to make it a point to not work. Like, I have to stop unintentionally and sit down and watch my favorite show, Forged in Fire. This challenge is over. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully your marriage isn't over. <laughs> what did I Remember the other day we were arguing and I said, this conversation is over. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny and it worked. Should be a soundbite. Um, but... Mm-hmm. What I would love to have happen is you go, you see how hard I'm working. Like yes. you see like, oh, the kids never stop talking to you. Oh, you actually haven't had a break since, I don't know, COVID started two years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, you haven't gone on any Alaska trips or Nashville trips or spa trips or anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see that you're like staying up till one to make our content for the podcast. Like I acknowledge that. In turn, as a show of kindness, Mm -hmm. I will do something actually special for you, Uh not just go like thumbs up. Right. Keep like working yourself to the Mm bone. Hey. Mm -hmm. You know?
0: So, but you don't like surprises.
1: I wasn't done. Another phone. Do you need to get that? No. So the then it would be, I acknowledge that you work really hard. So it doesn't need to be a surprise. It could be once a month. I am paying for you to go to a spa or once a month, I'm paying for you to get your nails done or do whatever you want. Or You I don't would know. like that. Yeah, that would feel great. And then also to be like, hey, I okay. want you to sit here and watch Forged in Fire. I will fold the laundry by myself and mm-hmm. I will actually put it in this thing called a dresser. Mm. It has drawers. I don't think we And it own, holds socks. No, we don't own those. Like that. We don't. Yeah, we don't own five of them. So mm-hmm. things like that where it's like, I you're showing up like as an act of love, not just like a, oh, right. Fine. I'll put the laundry away or I won't even put the laundry away. I'll just thumbs up the fact that you're putting it away.
0: Why can't couples have a conversation like we just had?
1: We just had it.
0: No, literally. (laughs) You just said, hey, foreplay is this. Right. Right. And there is no reason in hell that I can't say, oh, yeah, I hear you. And since we recorded it, I will listen back and make notes and do these things for you mm-hmm. because I love you and whatever, whatever, right? And right. all that jazz. Mm-mm. And here's what I want. I want to be able to go whatever with my friends.
1: What does whatever with my friends mean? I don't know, hunting Marie. or
0: golf or something. You better watch out. My mom is want going to get mad at you. You know. You understand what I'm saying? Sure. So you do those You, you just told, no, you just, but I'm saying the nature of this whole okay. conversation. You just said, hey, yes. Seth this is what i will say to you
1: <laughs> say to you this i will
0: foreplay is all this stuff for me mm-hmm. this is what i want so i'm like oh shit okay uh nails botox uh a massage a spa a date night weekly
1: yeah where you don't invite the kids when the, i tell you i don't want the where kids the kids to go. don't go um, i'm mad about that still
0: uh hey i just bought you a i, I got you a 200 dollars
1: target card here. Well, I didn't want a two hundred dollar Target card. Oh, you, bullshit! If I, I don't got want a you Target that, card now, if I got you that, you'd be like, I would go buy things for the children. Okay, so you can do what you want to with it, but I, I don't want to buy clothes at Target anymore. I'm not sixteen. If
0: I gave you a mall credit card, and you could go to whatever store you wanted to, you'd be like, oh, sweet, that's that's what's up. Thank yes. you. Yes. Right. So you, you you just told me all the stuff you like, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't hear it go well. What are you talking about? I always do that. Don't you know I make all the damn money? Whoa. Right. Right. I'm just not weird about it. Right. Maybe. Well, geez. Okay. Let's get real. There was definitely a long time when we couldn't have conversations like this. Right.
1: Because of me. What are you saying?
0: Because of both of us. Right. We're both nuts Mm -hmm. or caught up in our own stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And in the same way, I could say, hey, these things are super important to me. Mm -hmm. I want to have family dinners. I would love to have a goal of like being intimate twice a week or whatever works for whoever. And I want to uh, have a quitting time at 9 o'clock and sit down, at least watch a show, read together or whatnot. That's important to me. Mm-hmm. Would you be like, well, if you weren't such a douche, then yeah, we could do those and it's all your fault. Blah, blah, blah. No, I can tell you those things mm-hmm. and you go, hmm, mental note. Okay, that is good. Got it. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? If it's good for you and I mean like real good, not like ooh, this is my favorite wine. I'm gonna drink a bottle every night <laughs> right. That's not good. If it's literally good for you, who else is it good for? Mm-hmm. me and the kids, right? And if these things that I mentioned, my wants and desires and all this stuff and preferences, if it's good for me in a good balanced way, yeah guess who it's good for. You.
1: Yes. Because
0: I come home to you. I talk to you. Mm-hmm. I love you. I provide for you. Mm-hmm. And who else Who else benefits from that? The kids. Mm-hmm. And guess what? If you're really thinking in a wise way, your grandkids.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah.
0: In Indian country, it talks about like seven generations back. I was taught three back and then three forward, right? So mm-hmm. you're the middle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But think about it that way. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me?
1: Right. So why uh... can't
0: people talk this way and get their head out of their ass and not be stupid idiots. And if this is you, go, why can't I do that? Right. Ugh. I'm disgusted. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Right? Wh- but, but sorry, you can. Uh, the, what is that? Um, for some reason, I'm thinking of a Bible verse. Like Paul talks about like he's the worst of the sinners and all this stuff. And if he can do all this and now like write a book in the Bible, then okay, of course you can. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. I don't know. Something. But if we were the biggest idiots ever, I was a marriage—well, I still am—a marriage and family therapist, getting black eyes and fighting twenty-four-seven, and just being idiotic. <laughs> <laughs> then you guys can do it too. I don't know what else to say. Right? It's like it's like your dad says. Like if you know, sometimes you see or hear things that you cannot see or unsee. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like. Maybe it's something traumatic, or maybe it's something like this piece of wisdom. Like, say, like, you know, some, this happened to both of us actually, when you were reading Eckhart Tolle, you know, <laughs> you were walking down the thing and you, like, you just left this planet for a minute. Remember that? that was the weirdest
1: thing ever.
0: And you just had this crazy out. You're like, yeah, I okay, like, I don't
1: want to do that again. I'm, <laughs> like, I, I didn't am, mean
0: to, I am not on drugs. Yeah. I'm not anything. I was exercising, breathing fresh air and I just lost my brain. I like
1: teleported. Right.
0: <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> so is that something that you're going to forget? No. Are you going to be like, Hmm. Amazing life experience. Uh, let's just go see what the bullshit drama is on uh, Housewives of Atlanta and go rack up credit card debt. No, you don't (laughs) do those things. If you do, then that is all on you. Yeah, you're lying to yourself. It is all on you, right? So there have been things that we have seen that we cannot unsee, right? Ways that we were, tastes of like how fucking amazing it can be. Mm -hmm. And like what if we both went back to just like that? Like, hey, I'm going to get a job, just a -a 40-hour-a-week job you can stay home and be whatever you want to Um, and we'll just mostly watch TV and maybe go to the ocean with your parents Yeah, which is the worst vacation ever and that's just going to be our life. (laughs) Yeah. Eh, Maybe we can do that or we can have rental properties. We can be high performance marriage coaches. We can have residual income for life. Mm -hmm. We can make products that help millions of people have the number one rated podcast and travel whenever
1: we want to. Right. How hard is that? It's not. It's just a choice. Yes. And that's where I think what you're saying. Back to orgasms. You're saying like, how come people can't have these conversations? And I think.
0: (sighs) Sick of everything. One of the main reasons
1: is that I think people aren't. Like I said in the beginning, people actually aren't talking to each other about these things. Mm -hmm. They're not talking about. um, Most importantly, they're not talking about in a proactive and kind and loving way what they want to see. Mm. From themselves, from each other, from their relationship, especially as it pertains to sex, because they're nervous.
0: Can I go on another tangent?
1: It Okay. I'm here for it.
0: Are you? Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. Lay it on me. This is a podcast within a podcast. Okay. This is content for days, right? So you guys know we've done things like 75 Hard, right? And the last round of 75 Hard I did, the one i I completed, uh, I was just kicking ass on fire, and I talked to my good buddy, Paul. He wasn't doing it at the time, and I was just like, okay, back the fuck out of the way. I am like a a rocket ship going right now, Um, and I I was talking to Paul. I was like, hey, man, what are you doing? What's going on this? What's this, this, this? And he asked me a question. He said, if you weren't on 75 hard, would you be asking me these questions? And I never thought about it that way, and the answer was no. I wouldn't care what you were doing or not doing hey let's go get a beer let's do this let's eat shit and like you know get fat together (laughs) i'm serious right and like his his question made me really think like when you're in it when you're in the zone of something then this is a snowball effect that Mm -hmm. you just want more of like i listen to andy priscilla and other guys david goggins and stuff like that and Juggle juggle willing and when they're in it they just create more kick-ass content that just goes and goes and goes, and it is exponentially. It's like a it's like a neutron star or something. Like it blows up and it just keeps on expanding, right? Everyone in the world has the potential to do that, and so this morning went to the gym, got an amazing workout, and then got in the river. Do you know the difference that that makes, right? I do. Like. It makes the biggest difference in the world, and if you—if couples, first of all, individuals, but if couples can get on like this train of total expansion, it's like it never stops unless you want it to. But guess what? You don't want it to because you just want more and more and more. Let me go on a tangent for a second. Not in a bad way. I'm not like a greedy mf'er out here going, "Oh yeah, I gotta get this and this this." No. Living this way is a billion times better than living that way. Now, am I perfect? No. Am I saying, okay, yeah, take a break? Yeah, everybody has to take a break, right? Things aren't sustainable ad infinitum, right? Otherwise, they just, well, they, they're they not sustainable, right? But the potential that we all have to do stuff like this is unlimited. There is no limit, like Wayne Dyer. No limit living, right? I love Wayne Dyer. I know, he's amazing. Thank you, Wayne Dyer. If you're listening right now, we love you. You're awesome. There is no limit. There is no limit to the good you can create. There is no limit to the good you can receive.
1: So There's also no limit to the torture you can create.
0: There's no limit to the bullshit that you can tell yourself day in, day out, and day out. There is a limit, right? Because like Jordan Peterson is like, yeah, that system implodes. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. That system has a
0: terminus. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, there is an end of the line there.
1: I didn't know terminus was a word. Yes. Now I know it. Is that a phone that you need to pick up? No. Uh, I want to add on to the add-on that you've added on.
0: Going on to Uh
1: <laughs> Because I think something that really bothers me that...
0: Tangier. <laughs> We've been there in Morocco. Why? No Limit Life, no bitch. Limit
1: li- <laughs> <laughs> I'm the head bitch in charge. Will you get my shoe? HBSC. So um, okay, so, sorry, I'm not going to talk. Go. No, the the thing that I think is so amazing about what you're saying is that, and there have been studies about this, that the well the health and wellness of your marriage, your primary relationship, is an indicator of success like in all other areas. Mm. And so if you have a bad marriage, mostly you're going to have a lot of other bad things going on. Um anything from parenting to job success to just how you feel. Right. And so at the end of the day, the one thing I think couples should work on Mm -hmm. is their marriage. Like if there's a trauma that one of you has, yes, work on that, go to get therapy for that thing and work through that. But if you're sort of starting at a place of like, mostly I'm okay, I have stuff to deal with, whatever. And you're like, what would be the most healthy next step? Mm -hmm. It would be, Work on your marriage as if it would save your life because it will. It will transform your whole Mm -hmm. life, not just your marriage. It'll transform your entire life. Like when you work on your marriage, you work on relationship and conversation and communication and casting a vision and all of that stuff. You show up for yourself. When you work on
0: your marriage with us because that's stuff that we talk about casting a vision, a mm-hmm. shared vision, an individual vision. Where do you see yourself at the end of 90 days, six months, one year, five mm-hmm. years, 10 years? Where do you see yourself? If you do what you're doing right now for one more second, if you do that every day and replicate it, are you going to be in a different spot literally 90 days from now? And a lot of people that come to us go, oh, shit. No, uh, it's going to no, be worse. we will It'll it's be, worse. be worse. So that's why we want to do coaching. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all, all of this to say what I was mad about is what I'm saying is so annoying to me is that, Marriage resources are viewed as just like the dumbest thing ever. Like, oh, oh, a marriage book? No thanks. And mostly by men. And that's what's really challenging for me is that you have all these women trying to buy these things and, oh, I got this fun book for us to do whatever. And women are writing these books and trying to help men and women understand Mm -hmm. that if you can harness this stuff together, you become unstoppable in like Mm. nine million ways. But not if you think marriage resources are for idiots. Not if you think marriage coaching is for ding-dongs. <laughs> or like, oh, well, weak, per, weak people do that. Or um, that's for people who just can't get their stuff together. I'm fine. I don't need coaching. I don't need therapy. I don't need that marriage book. I'll just whatever. Like even you've said, like I, I would never do that uh, relationship planner that you have the idea for. You said that to me like two because days ago.
0: I'm cool and a lot of the stuff out there is lame. Not your stuff.
1: Yeah, so hear how silly that is, though, because then you can't grow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, foreplay saves the day and your vet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, let's tie back up to the the foreplay thing. Like, so hold on. Before I do that, I love it when I get. Uh, it's not like a tangent or anything, but heated. I, I heated because that is really. I think, I don't know. It's it's easy for me to talk that way because. I don't know. I've been on both sides of it, and I've been with Mm. a thousand million people that have been on both sides of it. A lot of them got out of it to maybe like where we are today, and a lot of them haven't, and mainly that's the folks that I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's here. It's on the table. Take it. It is literally in front of you. You have working arms. Take it. Right. Work for it. Fight for it. Scratch for it. Kick your own ass for it, because it's there. Mm -hmm. You think it's not good? You think it's not worth it? What's wrong with you?
1: (laughs) Okay. And foreplay saves the day and your Uh, (laughs) veg. Okay. Anyway, yeah.
0: Back to foreplay. How important is it? It's very important. Um,
1: And I'm going to sort of wrap it into the greater conversation that we're having. It's like, if you have this like tiny limited perspective of what foreplay can be, then of course you're going to think, oh, well, foreplay, that's weird. That's hard. I don't know how to do that. But if you can expand your mind around what that might look like for your particular marriage, And then say, is it worth taking the extra 30 minutes to do this like intentional connecting so that I can have better sex with my partner so that they can feel more fulfilled than I can feel more fulfilled? And then like, what is the compound effect of that Mm -hmm. over time? Right? It's massive. You can't even calculate how healthy and good and loving and wonderful that is and what greatness will come from that. The simple act of being like, is it worth it to figure out what foreplay looks like for us? So I don't even think I finished what I was saying when I was saying what I would want for foreplay. Okay. Like, I would want you to really acknowledge the things that I do, but then step in and help. Right, Like, if you were saying, let's say we scheduled sex on Wednesdays, which we don't, but let's say that we did. And you were like, on Wednesdays, you come in and save the day. You're like, I am going to do the dishes. I'm going to do the whatever. I'm going to clean the house like to your specifications. There's not going to be a garbage full anywhere. There's all going to be taken out. The dogs are going to be fed. Like you do that as an act of service to me. Mm -hmm. And then we sit on the couch and maybe I drink wine while we watch uh, Forged in Fire or something. Mm -hmm. And like, we know like, like you're treating me. You're touching
0: close. Yeah. Like we're holding
1: hands. We're sitting there and whatever. And even just that tiny i mean it's not a tiny amount of work on your side but i don't even give two shits i do it all the time but like if you came in and that was the energy like i am doing this because i love you and i want you to be relaxed and Mm -hmm. i want you to feel really loved and you like exude that energy not touch my butt that isn't what i or
0: not not clean out of spite's are like, okay, let me just wash this damn dish so I can right. like, get in your pants or something yes, like that, right? Yes, yes. Like, so that is for you. So guys, men, don't hear that and go, I cleaned the house and sh- I don't know, it didn't work.
1: Right. It's yeah, like yeah, that's yeah.
0: particular to a person. Mm-hmm. Maybe to your wife, maybe not.
1: Well, ask your wife, right? I also would say, too, there's an element of education slash conversation that I'm always trying to have with you, especially when we watch TV and you just are like mm-hmm. silent, And I'm like, oh, what's that thing? And I I want to talk about it. Yeah. So, like, that could be a potential area where, like, if you actually responded to me like a human would do, we could have a humanoid conversation. And that might be. Oh, yeah. You're juicing it up.
0: What are you talking about? Like when we watched Forged
1: in Fire. I talked to
0: you during Forged in Fire.
1: No, like, yes, you will say, Kurt, one word answers. Thank you. Oh, I (laughs) see. Thank you for your attunement. So,
0: you want to elaborate? Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, um, converse.
0: (laughs) Yeah. caveat that gets on my nerves because we're watching a show and then i can't listen to it and then you and the kids talk throughout it all and i'm like you know what we should do we should get headphones
1: i've talked talked about that for a million years but um like in a helicopter (laughs) that's really (laughs) funny so but i really do want to expand on that for like a second because i uh like in uh what is it? The Lost City. She says she's a, a sapiosexual. I about fell out of my seat when she said that. Oh, I was right. so funny. Uh, but there is an element of that. Like if you talked to me about what, like a Jordan Peterson book mm-hmm. or some, I mean, anything. I swear you don't tell me anything. Mm. Like I'll show you a thing, a news thing. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Like, hey, how about you effing share something with me once because in your about life? Because it's
0: relationship.
1: Yeah. And you don't do that to me ever. And that would be really exciting. That's not
0: true, listeners.
1: And uh engaging mm-hmm. and for playiness. For playotists. Playiness.
0: For, for playtiness. Okay. And so that's good.
1: I want you to think of expanding your understanding of foreplay, what it looks like for your partner, what it looks like for you. It's not touching and like honking different body parts and kissing. That's not foreplay. That's mm-hmm. like a very late that's, stage. That's, uh, that's yeah, like that's after play. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, But it isn't foreplay. It's play. Again, the the main objective here is this is self, uh, it's like a reciprocating wellness cycle. If you can um, integrate foreplay, then your sex will be better and more comfortable. It won't be 30 minutes of pounding, the like starting it from a cold engine. Mm -hmm. And then that will fuel this, I feel fulfilled, because now sex is actually in a timeline that's okay for me. I feel really good. Like it's a self, it's positive. It's like a positive wellness cycle, mm-hmm. right? But if we don't take the four minutes that it takes to actually ask ourselves, do I know what foreplay is? Am I doing this right? Am I even trying? Have I even thought about it?
0: What if husbands asked in just a, a normal way, it's like, Hey, I listen to this podcast and I'm very curious. Maybe you can write it down, whatever. We can have a long conversation about it. What is foreplay to you, my dear?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Boom. Well, I don't know. Right. Well, I've never even touched my vagina before, so I don't know. Well, you got some work to do.
1: <laughs> well, why, why is it? You shamed. You shamed a <laughs> lot just now. But I, I do think that if you do want to have this conversation, be cautious and careful and loving and extra, extra kind because – Especially if you're talking to your wife about this for the first time, she probably has a lot of hurt around it, mm-hmm. um, because there is this huge assumption that oh well, foreplay, put this thing on from Victoria's Secret that scratches your butt crack, like that's not sexy for some people, and it's hurtful when when there's this like performative thing there because men mm-hmm. do zero to tor- turn women on typically. Like right. you have no work. But they're going to listen do. to this
0: podcast and change that. So again this is a patreon free episode if you want more of stuff like this what do they do Hear
1: last week's conversation go to patreon.com forward slash us nope anatomy of us anatomy of us
0: yes patreon.com forward slash anatomy of us thank you very much if anything uh ask your wife what foreplay is to her right Mm and it goes both ways ask your husband too hey what is foreplay to you like if you ask me i'm like flirting like tell me that you're thinking about sex later like in, in a couple episodes we did i'm like if you said hey i got the old-fashioned feeling if i was meeting with the president or the pope or the dalai lama i'd be like yo dl i gots to go
1: <laughs> that okay i'm serious you would call the dalai lama dl yeah we're friends on, a, sp- on a
0: spiritual level anyway Patreon.com forward slash Anatomy of Us if you want more stuff like this. And also, if this kind of rang your bell around coaching, then give me a call. Sign up for a time. We'll get on a call. We'll see how coaching can change your life within 90 days. It's an investment of time and money, yes. But anything worth having is worth time and worth money. So, check it out. Uh, Email us with any of your questions. Hello, Anatomyofmarriage.com. We love you guys. Hopefully this has been helpful. Anything else to say?
1: No, we love you.
0: All right, peace out.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reba Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye!